Patrick, here we are, day after election night. All right, day after. Uh, are you in shock? I mean, tell me. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of speechless. Because, because, and, and I have a million thoughts. I'm never listening to another poll ever again. Never. Done. Done. You were right on that. There, there were very few here and there that kind of maybe had it right, uh, or at least close to right. The state-by-state state polling was atrocious. Um, okay, wait. State-by-state, state, all off? Meaning you're, you're saying atrocious because they were all inaccurate. Atrocious. I mean, an ABC, ABC Washington Post poll came out, I believe, Friday. Last week, Friday, Thursday or Friday. And they had Biden up 17 in Wisconsin. I mean, and that, listen, not to pick on ABC, I think the Fox News polling was off. I think the NBC was way off. Uh, you know, Cook Report was way off. Uh, I mean, listen, we still don't know the winner, right? I mean, we're sitting here right now. And so as it stands right now, um, according to Fox News, uh, Biden has 248 electoral votes okay. to Trump's to Trump's 214. Okay. It looks like Trump will win Alaska, just hasn't been called yet. You got Georgia hanging in the balance, although it looks like Trump's going to hold on. I think he holds on to North Carolina, yet not called. Um, so then you look and you say, okay, what's left? Wisconsin's been called, you know, when we went to bed last night, Wisconsin looked for sure Trump all of a sudden three, four o'clock in the morning, you know, they look at, uh, mail-in ballots, uh, from in the Milwaukee County area. I forget the name of the County, but the Milwaukee city area. And it was like 91, 9% for Biden. So he actually took the lead and actually expanded on it. And now he's up about 20,600 votes in Wisconsin. It's been called. So that's 10 important. So that's a flip. Fox News has called Arizona. Others have not. Okay. Yeah, they ABC, called it yesterday, right? Didn't, didn't Fox call it to Biden yesterday and well, then sort Fox of went back? Fox was the first one to call Arizona. There was some controversy, um, not internally necessarily, but uh, Trump... Um, the Trump Trump campaign, many other pundits said, why did Fox News call Arizona so early? Fox News stands by the call. CNN hasn't called Arizona. Trump campaign came out in full force from from the, the campaign manager to others saying their data shows they're going to win Arizona by 30,000 votes. Now, real quick, let me lay this out. So right now, Biden's at 248, according yep. to Fox News. Okay. He wins Nevada, okay, which okay. is six. Okay. But she's right now ahead. Hasn't been officially called, but it looks good for Biden. Okay. That's 254. All right. Okay. He's ahead in Michigan, and it's looking better and better in Michigan for Biden because Wayne County, Where their Detroit mail is, early yeah. votes are now coming in. Okay. Or being counted, I should say, not coming in. That gives him dead 270. And I think he has one more because I think he won the, he won Nebraska two, which gives him one. Like Trump won uh, the one because Maine, your state, and Nebraska do proportional districting. And uh, so I think Trump won one in Maine and Biden offset that with one in Nebraska. So right now, if Arizona holds 
and Nevada holes, and it looks like Biden wins Michigan, he has 271 to Trump's 267 game, set, match, Biden is your next president, which when we went to bed last night, it wasn't looking like that, to be <laughs> honest. Now, keep in mind, this is very important for everyone to understand. So some of the states yesterday, when the polls first closed and you started seeing results, it went way out and Biden was way out in front. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because those states had already counted the mail-in, the early voting, and then the day of election voting was coming in. A lot of the states now, the Minnesota, I mean, the uh, Michigans, the Pennsylvanias, which has yet to be called, uh, the the um, um, Wisconsin, it's the opposite. Their state legislators didn't allow them to begin counting early votes right. until yesterday. So, you know, you know, Trump's out there saying, oh, where are all these votes coming from and yada, yada, yada. Well, they're, they're legit votes. They were postmarked by the date appropriate. Um, and these are people who voted early. They didn't go to the polls. Uh, but almost 100 million people did that. So, you know, a uh, little unfortunate on that side, because I think that's unfair to to the states and the state election commissions and and the poll workers and everyone. I, you know, listen, at the end of the day, is there a couple of votes here or there that can be miscounted or 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 mistabulated? Yes, of course. But, you know, to, to suggest that there's some outright fraud on this there's no evidence of that it doesn't seem like that's the case keep in mind too i'm rambling here sorry but keep no, in it's... mind that you go back four years ago trump won wisconsin by 0.2 percent wow right he's gonna lose it this year by 0.7 point 0.8 you know he won michigan i think he won michigan by a percent he won pennsylvania by not even a half a percent and projected to win Pennsylvania, although they're saying maybe we won't know till Friday. Yeah, I do um, think there's a lot of votes out still in yeah. Allegheny County and in uh, Philadelphia County. However, it does appear that Trump is up by almost 600,000 votes as it stands right now. And even with the outstanding uh, votes still to be tabulated in Pennsylvania, it does appear Trump will hold on. So, so then where do we go? Does Nevada, which I believe is only 8,000 in, in Biden's advantage, does Arizona truly? Was it a missed call? But it looks to me like Wisconsin, Michigan in the Biden column. So really, if, if Arizona doesn't flip or Nevada doesn't flip back or you know doesn't go Biden's way as it looks now, and or Georgia or North Carolina – don't go to Biden. It's it's an election. I I mean, two, I, 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 could yes. you have imagined it be this close? <laughs> no. You know what? I know. But at the same time, yes, because I think we've said over and over on this podcast for two years that I think people are. Uh, you know, once you get off social media, I think people are disillusioned with the cancel culture, with the um, the backlash. I think 
you know, uh, to me, the bigger story here, I don't know how you feel, because we've had people on this show who have said, well, the, the Republican Party's really in trouble. They're really the, Repu- the party of, you know, older white guys. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I mean, you look no. in Florida, he, President Trump, huge Latin turnout. I mean, people of color, the, the, the story here to me is people of color voted for, vote for him. So yeah, I don't I, think the Republican look- Party's in as much trouble as we think. In fact, I think, you know, you've said it, and I guess I really feel it now, is I, I think the Democratic Party is in big trouble. I, I mean, you have, I, I I knew Susan Collins would win. You know, obviously, I'm, I grew up a Mainer. Mainers love her there. She's from Aroostook County. Her family grew up there. She's done well by Maine until recently. People have been upset. So, but they're not going to, Republicans are going to keep the House. I mean, it, it's crazy. So Republicans are going to keep the Senate. The Senate, excuse me, yes. in the House which it was projected that the Dems would pick up seven to 11 seats. It looks like the Republicans are going to pick up four. You make an excellent point, Sarah, and I've grown on you over two years. You're a political analyst. <laughs> you, you are. Uh, no, you just said something that is dead on. I think when the dust settles, if Biden is confirmed as president, the Republicans are going to hold on to the Senate with big wins with Susan Collins, uh, Tillis in North Carolina, Mitch John McConnell James, again. John James, upstart, black, conservative, Republican from Michigan, uh, fantastic, articulate candidate. For me, maybe the future of the Republican Party, potentially. It looks like he could upset. They were saying he was down 10 to 12 points. Now, it's he's got to hold on. And a lot of the, as I said, Wayne County still hasn't all come in yet. So it could go to Peters, but um, you know, they held on to Montana, you know, listen, the democratic party spent a hundred million dollars against Lindsey Graham and they spent a hundred million dollars to try to beat McConnell. And they actually grew over six years ago. Right. So to your point, you make a fantastic point in that, I think when the dust settles, it was a worse night for the Dems than the Republicans. Because at the end of the day, you know, Trump's still going to get 73 million votes. Biden's going to get 79, 80-ish. So great turnout for both. Yep. And I saw one of the, the Fox News has the best exit polls. And 79% 79% of people who voted for Trump voted for Trump. Only 21% voted against Biden. 51% of the people who voted for Biden voted against Trump, and only 49% voted for Biden. So it was a referendum on Trump on both sides. Either you love him, he's your guy, you believe what he stands for, his job creation, economy, whatever reason is important to you, that's why you vote for Trump. On the other side, half the people voted only because they wanted to vote against Trump. So, and now, listen, you got to, what appears to be, you'll have a, a, a balance. It, and listen, people are smart too. You, you know, we don't give the voters enough credit. You look at like a state, you're from Maine. Trump is going to lose Maine or lost Maine by about 10 points, eight to 10 points. Yet Susan Collins is going to win. So she outperformed Trump by about 11 points, give or take, 12 points. Yeah. So people people know what they, people in Maine didn't want Trump. 
for maybe his, his, his personality, his tweets, how he handled COVID, what have you. But they wanted either balance or, you know, they didn't want the court being packed or the filibuster to go away or the policies to turn more left. So I was listening to uh, actually, you know, flipping around every channel last night. And I, I'll give credit to, I think it was Brit Hume on Fox News who said uh, something very interesting to me. He said he'll, he would never admit it. And he probably isn't thinking this way, but it actually will be better for Biden if he becomes president if the Republicans win the Senate. And he said, because if the Dems win the Senate, he will be pushed left between Pelosi, Schumer, the progressive party. He will, and honestly, as the president, sometimes you don't have, if the House and the Senate want to do something, it would have been very hard for Biden to say no. Right. Now, Biden can be Biden, right? He's known as a, a good point across the aisle, his relationship with McCain, other Republicans. He knows McConnell well. I'm sure he knows, obviously, has a very good relationship with Pelosi and Schumer. You know what? Maybe in a weird way, they all could get in a room and move things positively in, in a direction that you, you really want to see, right? It, so it, certainly we're not going to take a left toward socialism or a left toward progressiveness, I know. I but, think you saw that big time. You know, you're seeing that big time yeah, last night. Country doesn't want they it. don't want it. They don't want it. They're very conservative in values. Um, you know, and and uh, I agree. I think the big losers last night. I mean, really, for me, were the media and DNC. And and the media. I say that because there has been this ongoing narrative that people of color are not Republican, don't vote Republican, shouldn't. You know. Um, and I, I think it's just so wrong that they continue to peddle that because we saw last night in lots of counties, people of color turning out for the Republican Party. So it's like, to me, that's such a false narrative now that they push. I, mean, I think people forget that a lot of times voters vote for a singular reason. Yeah, we think we think they vote in block number one. And listen, the majority of the black vote did go for Biden, as we expected. I mean, when he when he's still capturing eighty six to eighty eight percent of the vote, that's that's substantial, right? That's you don't see that in most any other um, you know categories of, of voting blocks. However, it's up four to six percent over four years ago, and up eight percent over four years before that. And up, you know, I think Romney only took 3% of the black vote. Yeah. And, now, even, have, and I'm have, thinking even like the Latin community, Asian, you know, he's up in the, in those areas too. He is, but what's interesting, and I was listening to somebody today talking about, and I think the media and pundits and, you know, maybe even strategists in the political arena do this, all Latino, Hispanic vote is they're all they're not all the same like so florida trump won florida by a much bigger percentage than anyone thought he would i think it turned out 3.7 percent which is significant in a state that size but the cuban americans came out in full force for trump right full force i think i think to the tune of like 40 percent yeah it was like enormous yeah but then you fast forward to arizona and they didn't Right. But it's a different block. Right. Or, or you know, so I, I think I think we I think, again, we thought we'd learned four years ago polling. Da, 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 but but I do think we have to understand that 
A, people vote for, for individual reasons. People don't vote necessarily in, 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 you know, stereotypical blocks. Uh, so for me personally, I'm okay with the result. You know, listen, I think, you know, I mean, I think, you know, the Republican You're ready for Senate those taxes. Ba- are you ready yeah, for those right, taxes? Yeah. No, no, my taxes aren't going to go up. <laughs> you're now. ready till 2021, till 2022, and you're filing Listen, your taxes. In two years, I think the Republicans have to defend, you know, more, you know, yeah. certainly not to the tune they did this year, but I still think they're defending more Senate seats two years from now than they, the Dems will. Uh, so, um, how do you feel about it? Uh, no, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think I think Biden is going to win um, by, you know, enough of a margin that at some point over the next week or two that the Trump administration is going to concede. Um, I'm, I am, you know, I guess what I think I try to watch a lot of these news pundits or listen. And I think if anything, I'm like, wow, this is just a real reminder that you have to step back and listen to really independent voices because um, unfortunately, as we've talked about, I think people in the media now that used to be trusted voices and newspaper truly do have their own agenda that they promote that is not really the voice of that we're seeing across this country, aside from liberal pockets where we obviously live and, you know, California, but I'm, I'm not in the, I'm not in the total camp to say polling or pollsters are dead. They certainly have proven under Trump. They, they, they never, certainly I could understand the mistake four years ago because Trump was so new. But to, in essence, make the same mistake again four years later, then shame on all those pollsters polling and, and all that stuff. Having said that, if this was Romney versus Obama and it was saying Obama was up six, Obama probably would have won between five and seven because, you know, that electorate or that voter for both a Romney and or Obama is probably very stable, easy to find, forthcoming, whatever you want to call it. But I think we, I think I think the pundits and the pollsters also under underestimated enthusiasm and turnout. When people voted for Obama the first time, it was overwhelming enthusiasm. Yeah. For for him. For, for electing the first black president uh, for, for a lot of reasons, you know, tired of the Bush era, uh, what have you. I mean, tremendous enthusiasm, right? Yeah. So, uh, and I think, you know, I mean, you can't be any closer. Like and people are going to say, oh, the popular vote, Biden's going to win by four. Okay. We could debate the electoral college. We could debate how the system goes forward. But in the end, the way the current system is structured, you could not have a closer election. Yeah. Like one one electoral vote here or there. And, you know, right. if, Trump, if Trump holds on to Nebraska too, we're at 269, 269. Right. Then yeah. it goes to the House. I mean, listen, who knows? Arizona could, 
We've seen it before. Florida was called. Gore conceded in 2000. 20 years later, who knows, right? Who, you know, who knows where we end up? Uh, are but, you, I, but I do think something you said earlier is interesting, which is I do feel more optimistic because I think what this election has showed us, right, is examples like Maine and other states. I do think people are much more, um, you know, open to, you know, I just think people are really more nuanced in when you get off social media and other things, you know, I think they can see different things. I think they do want voices that can work across both sides. And this idea of extreme, you know, the extreme voices on the Republican Party and the Democratic Party really don't represent the American people. So in that way, I feel hopeful because I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good, you know, I think that's the optimistic way to look at it. I think that's a good way to look at it. The op, you know, the opposite of that, unfortunately, is, you know, you got an electorate now that voted, um, you know, Trump's going to get more votes than any Republican candidate in history. Uh, Biden's going to get more votes than any Democratic president. Yes. And it's going to end up basically 50 50, you know, 52 48 or whatever you want to call it. But, uh, in terms of the the, the electoral map, wow, I, this is this is a divided country. It just is, and um, but you know, it'll, it'll be real interesting. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the Republicans picking up the four House seats was very surprising, also. Uh, are you that surprised though? I mean, I think the yeah, biggest I mean, listen, thing I, is yeah, like people- I, I kind of. I, I made the mistake this year. I I tended to believe the polls. I, I said the polls can't be that wrong. I, I I underestimated the enthusiasm for whether it's Trump or to, to not move left or what have you. Um, I mean, massive, massive turn. I will say this. Yeah, and, huge, you know, huge. I have, I have is... no scientific reason or I don't have any quantitative thing to point to, 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 to back this opinion I have. But I think based on last night's results, if, if Trump had handled COVID better or there was no COVID, he would have won in a landslide last night. Without a doubt. Yeah, I agree. 100%, 110%. I think last night proved that as close as it was, despite everything, I, I don't, I just think that he would have won easily. I mean, I'm, I, I actually, okay, I do say I am blown away because I really thought that people would vote more about COVID than they did. You know, I really thought that the mismanagement of that would create an even bigger win. And yet it seems like people, they don't, they don't hold him accountable really for COVID. They don't. So uh, well, I, I, mean, and they, I don't hold, I don't, I mean, listen, I, you know, we've talked about this. I had, you know, tragedy with it and i don't hold him personally accountable i hold him accountable for not being more serious about it and not being in my opinion more forthcoming about it yeah yeah so i think if he had i think you could have had the same number of deaths i mean look you look at europe right now europe's going through a miserable second wave third whatever you want to call it. i don't know what wave they're on they're locking things down hospitalizations are up. So, you know, if you're going to point to Trump as a leader who failed on this, then you also got to look at all these European leaders for the, in, in, in the same, in the same way. My problem was stand up there and tell me this, this thing is bad. It's deadly. Wear a freaking mask, social distance. We're going to cut capacities to half. 
We're going to bust our butt on a vaccine. And you know what? I'm going to leave it to my medical team, my NIH people, my scientists, and they're going to advise me. Okay. Yeah. I, I may not agree all that, but it's almost like, you know, just if he had done that. Oh, I agree. Landslide victory. I uh, Landslide. I mean, maybe not a landslide, but he would have won. He would not have lost totally. Arizona. He would not, you know. Now, I, I also, real quick before we go, I do want to give Biden credit. At, at the end of the day, whether it was because they voted against Trump or, or what have you, it appears he's going to flip Arizona back to the first time I think this, and I probably have this wrong, but I believe since 1988, maybe. Okay. Or maybe Obama's first term that are, that are, Arizona is going to vote for a Republican. I mean, for a Democrat. He's going to flip Wisconsin back, flip Michigan back. You know, so he did what he had to do if yeah. it turns out that way, right? He did. So you, can't, you can't knock. You know, and again, I think it was circumstances. I think it was, I tell you what, though, if he lost, you, you, you know, I think people last night were really questioning the strategy to kind of stay hunkered down and, you know, not. Well, and to Biden's credit, I also think he really rose to the occasion. You know, there was a lot of question about his mental capacity, his his stamina, if he could do it. And I mean, he really did pull it off in the past week. You know, he also he and his team making a lot of stops in those key, you know, states. And so, I mean, you're right. He does. He deserves a lot of credit because he really did rise to the occasion. I think when a lot I of think people he ran the campaign, he needed to run against Trump. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think did. his first I think his first debate performance or Trump's poor first debate performance. I also think the fact that they didn't have a second debate, uh, but, you know, and we could debate whether they were safe rallies. And, you know, there's a lot of indications that Trump's, you know, 20 something rallies in the last five days weren't the safest uh, with COVID. But I'll tell you what, the guy can do a rally. The guy can get up there from six o'clock in the morning to two o'clock in the morning and he's I mean he's certainly entertaining, you know, when he put out the YMCA, uh, you know, just um all the versions of him those crowds and those rallies mattered to him. Right. Yeah. I mean, mean, he he connects. Look, he connects. You know, he's a true entertainer, you know, I mean, and and you can argue his politics. Obviously, we do many times. But, you know, he is a an amazing entertainer that people connect with 100 percent. So I'm hopeful. Um, Okay, we're just doing a quick political uh, Polini perspective right now. And once we have the results, we'll get back on and then kind of really rehash them and talk about some other things related to it. Okay, sounds good. You're you're um, on Twitter. Obviously, you'll be tweeting over the next couple of days um, at GM Fox 5. um, Patrick Patrick Fox 5 GM dot com. There you go. We got it. Okay, we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.